Welcome back to Magnet Movers. My name is Johnny Bond, returning this week. He's back. I'm back, and I'm here in the studio as always with Josh Danger Ranger. Josh, good evening. Good evening, Johnny, mate. It's good to have you back. Thanks, mate. You know what they say? What do they say? They say, don't take a holiday in media because you never know who your replacement's going to be. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you know what I want to say to that? What's that? Well, I feel pretty safe taking <laughs> holidays. <laughs> Obviously, um, Obviously, Jeff stood in last week. He did. Uh, understandably, listeners were down. <laughs> um, and I, I'd say to you, Josh, don't say that personally. Okay, thanks. You, so. you played your role well. Yeah, thanks. Um, I'm, a, I'm, the, I'm the role player of the podcast. I'd say that, to be honest. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah. somewhat accurate. Yeah. But, you know, even uh, even LeBron James couldn't carry Russell Westbrook last year. <laughs> and I, um, you know, so don't expect too much from yourself. You did well to get through it. Thanks, mate. But no, thanks, Jeff, for stepping in. Yeah. You, uh, you will be missed. Yeah. By few. <laughs> no, no, not by any listeners. <laughs> no, no, not by the listeners. So, anyway. Yeah. How mate, are you, mate? Uh, mate, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm good. Look, I must admit, I didn't, didn't go away for a week. Okay. So, a bit disappointing. Yeah. But, you know, it's... Good to be here with you, and uh, mate, we've got some new uh, some new listeners, mate. So one one, one of them is Singapore, yeah. <laughs> but uh, we possibly know who that was. We possibly know who that listener is. Mm. Uh, but we've got Ireland. Wow, we've cracked the Irish. We have. So, I mean, and as as we say, inevitable. That's right. We penetrate the market. <laughs> that's right. Big not, market, the Irish. Not if, but when. So okay. welcome to welcome to all our Irish listeners. Thank you. Um, <laughs> Did you just say thank you? Like, I welcomed you back? You're not oh, Irish? Well, I did say that. No, I am. I'm 116th Irish. No, here we go. No, I am. Yeah, we're not an Irish listener. You haven't got an island. You don't know that. <laughs> Was that a Singapore trip as well, mate? Yeah, I went to Singapore via Ireland. Yeah, no. We had a stopover. Nice, nice, mate. You know baffles me? Planes. How yeah. do they fly? That's it's, beyond me. Oh, it's something like... Thrust. We, yeah, thrust and force and... It's a fair bit going on. Speed and I don't know. Nah, oh. absurd to me. But oh, yeah. they do, nah. and I'm here, <laughs> mate. Now tell me, obviously you're a, you're away over the weekend, but did you did you catch any sport, mate? Or were you too busy, you know, gallivanting? Yeah, gallivanting around the globe. No, I I, I caught one game of footy. Yep, I went to a, a a Singapore pub called Boomerang. Oh, hello. Owned by some Aussies, I imagine. Sure. Um, and it was honestly sort of like walking into one of those Sporting Globe establishments. Oh, hello. So there was TVs everywhere. Yep. There was the NRL on a couple of screens. Mm-hmm. There was the footy on a couple of screens. Commentary playing, which is important. Thank you. And it was AFL, not rugby, so I was stoked oh. to that. And then there was Wimbledon on. Like, it was really cool. Did, how- you, did you buy shares in this place? This yeah, I invested heavily. Oh, yeah. I think you should have. Yeah, I had, a, had a couple of soda waters what, that got me through. What, what a great facility, mate. No, it was epic. So... Yeah. And what a game it was. Mm. We'll get to it. Um, Brisbane and Melbourne, what game of the year for mine. Was it was a great game. Um, and yeah, but pretty much that's it, mate. Really, I didn't catch mm. much else, but what about you? Look, a little bit more footy than you, mate. Yeah, caught that game. Caught the uh, the high-quality game at Marvel Stadium, Hawthorne v North Melbourne, mate. Yeah, couldn't believe I missed it. <laughs> mate, let me tell you, it was horrific football, I tell you. North... Hawthorne aren't going that well, but boy, North bad. Yeah. They are one of the worst yep. football sides I've ever <laughs> yeah. seen, mate. Yeah. Um, we'll but, get to them as well. Yeah, and caught a bit of the the Richmond Freo game. Sorry, not Richmond West Coast game, which was no better than the Hawthorne North Melbourne game. No. So those none of those four sides looked great over the weekend. Uh, but, mate, before we get into it, I got a little bit of pro bono for you. Hello. And I think this is something that it's, it's, it's an issue in America. 
Okay. And I can see it becoming an issue here, if okay. it's not already. Yep. And that is the price of parking. Okay. Okay. So, if, when you go to the footy... Yep. It's getting more expensive to... to, to it's, a, it's getting hard to find a car park. Mate, when I go and to the B, footy, I don't park my train. B, <laughs> B, they're getting more expensive. Right. All right? And because what happens is... And this, and this is for a lot of things. They have event parking prices. They do. Right? They jack them up, which is just... It's just not on. Mm. I don't, I'm not a fan. You've... You've paid for your ticket. That should be enough. And so what caught my eyes recently in uh, in Seattle, they had the uh, Major League Baseball, the All-Star Weekend thing. Yeah. Right? So they had event parking for that. This is in US dollars, right? US yeah. dollars. The parking near the stadium. Are you ready for this? I'm ready. $120 US for parking. Wow. It's about 170 bucks. Can you imagine about 170 bucks for parking for the for a sporting event? No. That's a disgrace. That is a disgrace. So, I just want to bring that up because I think we need to somehow reform the Australian system so it doesn't end up like this. Because it could end up like that. It could, mate. There's, it, there, I mean, you're already in some places. You pay, you pay 40, 50 bucks on, a, on the event day for parking. Yeah, you so. do. I paid 50 bucks a crown the other night yeah, for parking. See, there you Absurd. go. It's ridiculous. So, you know, it's, it's just not on. No, it's not, not on. on. And, mate, thank you for, for bringing up Pro Bono Work. Because yeah. I have been meaning to, to chat to you about this. Oh, Last well, week on the pod, yep. you brought up... I did. Something? I did. That you class is a big issue. If, I would say it's a huge issue. And that was the discontinuation of Brewster Bros. Yes. A, a fantastic chocolate milk. That's a non-story. <laughs> How dare you? No, it's a non-story. <laughs> oh, oh, please. It's, um, look, obviously I'm big in the milk community. <laughs> And and we we actually discussed this. If if one of them had to be chopped, yep. Barista Bros is on its own. That is a that is a travesty. It's a, bit, a bit powdery for mine. And mind. that's disgust. Powdery? Yeah, it's powdery. Powdery? Yeah. It's velvety, mate. There's nothing powdery about it. It's Va- smooth. Oh, mate, it's a fine line between velvet and powder. It is and I'm saying it it's cross the line. Smooth, mate. No, I can't not, believe this. It's not. And so, you know, I'll obviously have a ranking of the of the milks, the milks. compiled by the community. Sure. Of Milkman. Of like yourself. Of you. <laughs> No, it's a big community. Okay. Uh, and number one is the ice break. Ice you, break? Yeah. They don't make chocolate milk. No, but they make iced coffee. Mate, we're talking about chocolate milk. I'm talking about chocolate milk. Right, cool. Anyway. Mate, ice break, mate, make please. It. Okay, well, that's number one in, in the ice coffee consumer market, which it's, is large. Sure. But we'll move to chocolate. All right. We go to oak. Yeah, oak's not bad. I reckon oak's overrated. Oh, you are. <laughs> I'm telling you, mate. I've got the data here for the milk community. <laughs> it's rated number one. Mate, the milk community of you. <laughs> no, nah, it goes oak, big M, and then in chalky milk, forget about everything else. Sorry, oh, mate. What, what, what do you do? Farmer's Union. Gets a spell. Oh, Farmer's Union is good. No, yeah, <laughs> you are, love it, don't they you? They are good. It, yeah. They are, they are really. If you, you, you sure you like Farmer's Union. You yeah, know I don't mind it. They're, they're not bad. They, yeah. They've got big M covered. Well, what are the, is it the double chalk? Have you seen the big M double chalk? No, oh, no, that's I pretty strong. I haven't tried the double chalk. Are you a, oh, also? Are you a, a chalky milk in the in the bottle or in the carton? What do you mean? Or like you can get like the box, yeah, the wooden wooden cardboard sort yeah, of yeah, box, yeah, or yeah, you yeah. can get the bottle, the small like three fifty mil sort of plastic bottle. Oh no, well, well, I mean, Barista Bros. That was a bottle. It was a bottle, but it was yeah. a six hundred mil bottle. Yeah, and it was so, crap. So it was amazing. Can we say that so on I, I have to be a bottle mate, mate. Mm, unbelievable. So get around that, mate. Would you have that number one? Yeah. Bristol Bros? Yeah, they're probably Farm Virginia too. And then probably Oak 3, Big M4. There you go. Struth. So, Let's move on from that, man, because that could cause a, a biffo in the studio. That's that's what we'll be right Mate, up. Let's, let's chat AFL. Yes. So that's please. what we're here to talk about. <laughs> Eight minutes into our following chat and sport. Mm. Uh, 
<laughs> bigger than the milk community. I just want to reiterate that. <laughs> but let's. The, one of the big stories of last week was uh, was down in Melbourne. Yes. What happened, mate? What ha- what, what did the D's do that made that made news? So I called for this mm. a few weeks ago mm-hmm. that Melbourne uh, sort of toying around with the Brody Grundy Max Gorn experiment. Yep. And they're not sure if Grundy is in their best twenty two. Mm-hmm. And there was a bit of talk from footy media saying, you know, it's all right. They're both good players. We'll keep them both in. Mm-hmm. But some others were saying, well, you got to try with, with Grundy in the twos. Be brave enough to drop him. And mm-hmm. they were. Mm-hmm. So they dropped him. They did. Put him in the twos. Yep. He played a 14 on 14 scratch match on the weekend. Yeah, what was the 14 on 14? I don't know, but the Ford's coach had their dog there. So it was clearly a high quality match. <laughs> and I don't think he played all that well. No, I think he kicked one and had a couple of tackles. So <laughs> not mate, all that well. Fordcraft, <laughs> is what they're calling it. Uh, but the, oh, the, the big story, the big, the big story, right? Maximus Gorn. Oh, yikes. Maximus Gornius. Yes, huge, mate. Two hundred fifteen supercoach points. Uh, not bad. That's not why we're here. Yeah, he had twenty nine disposals. Mm. I think most touches on the ground. Twenty one contested. Seven tackles. Yep. About thirty odd hitouts. Yep. Ten marks. Yep. He was just. He, he was, was absurd. Everywhere. Him yep. and Petrarca are going to have to fight for the three did, votes. Did the big O know that Gorn was blind? Oh, no. Did he, did he thought about running with him for 15 or 20 minutes? Mate, I don't know if you saw a second quarter. Big O got out the back on him and kicked one and gave it to him as well. Big O's going, you can't go with me. Oh, but mate. But he was nowhere to be seen late in the piece. No. Um, but yeah, so that creates an interesting situation. So, mm. so we've got Grundy dropped. Gorn yep. comes in, play, well, has stays in and plays the, the game of the year. Yep. The best game he's played in multiple years, I'd say. Yep. So, what do you do at Melbourne? Well, it feels like you're going to trade Grundy, doesn't it? It is. Like, yeah. if I think, if he's not in their best 22, yeah. if that's their side, like, he's he's clearly got trade value. Yeah. So, I think you trade him. Well, how's this for a story? Yeah. According to Tom Brown. Oh, here we go. At, um... Wherever he reports. Yep. Is he seven? I think he's seven. He's seven. Yeah. And dad's president of Collingwood. This yeah. becomes relevant. Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, apparently, if Melbourne oh. trade Grundy... Here we go. The contract where Collingwood pays a portion of it is void. Is that so? Well, that's what Tom Brown's saying. Oh, okay. So, if that's wrong, please direct all feedback to Tom Brown. <laughs> I'm just the messenger. Yeah, okay. But, so, in that word, if Grundy was to be traded to say Port Adelaide or Geelong, which are the reports, they would then have to pay all of his contract or Melbourne would have to play the Collingwood role mm. and pay some of it. Yeah, sure. So that could get Collingwood off the hook. Yep. So there has been some talk. Does he just come back to the pies? <laughs> Maybe he does. They, well, they could use a Ruckman. This is true. Um, no, look, I think look, I think Melbourne had to trade him for draft picks. Yep. Because Melbourne this year have two first round draft picks. Do right. they? They do. Because they, they got one from um, Frio in the... Uh, what's his name? Jackson Jackson trade. deal. Yeah. Right. So they got So they got pick number... What is now? Number five or four? Oh, that's tasty. Four or five. Whatever Frio is now. Yeah. Um, plus their own first rounder. Yeah. They've also got the next year's first rounder. Obviously, they've got their own. Yeah. If they were to trade... Do you reckon Do you reckon Brody Grundy gets a late first rounder? I think everybody knows that Melbourne have to offload him. Mm. So that'd be less keen no, to offload. No, not necessarily. Him. Like, they could say we'll keep him. They, yeah, they could say that, but. Because yeah. if they can get a late first rounder, yeah. that's four first round picks. You know who wants four first round picks? Oh, Harley Reid. West Coast pick one. Wow. Now, wait, where does the four come from? Oh, next year's. Yeah, next so year's. Three well. this year, so three this year, one next year. 
Wow. They get Harley Reid. Wow. You tell me that doesn't solve their problems up forward. It does. There. I think that does solve many problems. So if I'm Melbourne, that's what I'm doing. Okay. You want to hear what I'd do? What would you do? Keep him in the twos. <laughs> so Brady. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, no, because Max Gorn's injury prone. That is, yeah. So yeah. there's every chance, like Gorn half did his ACL this year, but it yep. turned out to not be an ACL. But the, the fear was it was an ACL and Grundy played his best footy for the year in those weeks. Mm. So like, I would say, Melbourne, you're only paying him 600 grand because Colin's paying probably 300, yep. 250 to 300. Yep. Keep him in the twos as a as a luxury. Mm. And if Gorn goes down, if and when, he comes in. It's a lot to pay for a backup ruckman, though. This is true. Grand. Like, but, that's, that's like a fair chunk. Like, your salary cap's like 10, 11 million. So that's a fair whack. It, it is a fair whack, but I don't know if it's smart to give your rivals what they need. Yeah. So Port Adelaide at the moment doesn't have a Ruckman. They're sort of running that Finlayson through there, who's actually a jet, yep. to be fair. But like their actual Ruckman, Scott Lysett, who's not up to it, and they've they've dropped him repeatedly, and they've got that guy who played one game, forget his name. Oh, yeah. Yeah, um, yeah anyway. Yeah. So is it smart to give them Grundy? Yeah. Or Geelong, who are looking for a Ruckman, but they want Sean Darcy out of Freo. Yeah, I was about to say, I think you've got to train to North Melbourne. Or yeah, you've got to send him to a spud team <laughs> you know, yeah. where he probably isn't going to want to go. Well, yeah, that's bad luck. Well, it's not in the AFL contract system. Yeah, can, just, can just wait, though. With this new CBA and stuff, like everything's oh, happening. I reckon you'll true. find the clubs, you will, the clubs will get a little bit more, uh, a little bit more say, I reckon. Yeah. Which... I, I, especially them saying mid-season trainings next year. Like, they're getting more say, those clubs. Yeah, and we've been calling out for that. We have been, a long time. Yeah. We've been leading the charge. Yeah, you could say I've that. I've seen this reference in multiple news outlets, mate, that, you know, we've been leading the charge for this. Yeah, so that's, yeah it's common knowledge. It's about, it's about, about time. But, mate, speaking of North Melbourne, mate. Yes. There's been talk about them at a priority pick, mate. What's yeah. going on here? This is ludicrous. Tell us, what's going on with North and priority picks? Yeah, so they've obviously lost 15 on the trot. Yep. <laughs> good so, effort. Good effort. Yep. Um, but... There, there's been some talk yep. uh, from their uh, caretaker coach, Brett Ratton, yep. this week that they're going to look for some assistance from the AFL. Yep. Obviously, they got some uh, an assistance package last year, mm-hmm. which was picks that they had to trade, allow yep. them to get Darcy Tucker and some other player, Griffin Loke. Yeah, gosh, they've been a good half for them, haven't they? Yeah. yeah really, yeah. Worked out really Huge. well. Huge. 15 yep. and on the trot, boys. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, they're asking for something similar to that. Okay. They're not going to finish on the bottom. No, they're not. What do you think of this? I think... You know what I think the AFL should say? What? Get stuffed. Mm, be better, not bitter. That's right, because yeah. it's North's fault. Like, this is one of the worst rebuilds of all time. Like, I don't quite understand how they got it so wrong. This but, is true. like, Hawthorne started probably rebuilding like a year and a half ago. Yeah. And we're already ahead of them. Yeah. And they've been rebuilding for, what, five years? This is true. So, I think, like... It's their own making. Yeah. Like, and they haven't drafted well. Like, we know that. And they've... Brought in the wrong players, like they just haven't done well at all. So, yeah. I think they've yeah. started to turn that around. Mm-hmm. Like, I think the Sheasel and Wardlaw acquisitions for losing Horn Francis was a good move. Yeah, that's their first one. So, that's one year yep. positive. Yep. If you can build two or three positive years, mm-hmm. like more, so the next one to two years, you, you see how quickly Hawthorne have turned it around. Mm-hmm. Like, it could happen. So, I, I'm very against them getting any kind oh, of assistance. 100%. Like, and this is where I don't I don't love where people are like, oh, give a pick. It's like you shouldn't reward being bad. Yeah, well, you know what they say, mate. Winners win, losers complain, and they are complaining. Hundred percent, and that's what probably like. So I, I don't mind the bottom teams having the first picks. Like that makes sense to help like 
yeah. they've actually improved. But like, you don't want to be like you're like oh you, you've done badly. You have poor list management here. We'll give you an extra draft pick. Yeah. Like, how is that fair on the other side of the bottom? Like, well, correct. Like, like why should North get one and not West Coast? Well, that's true, and there are also uh, some reports about West Coast, but I think the actual the reason that either of those would be unfair is Hawthorne. Yeah. Like, Hawthorne are punished because they really built better yeah. and have won more games. And, and yep. it's like, I think if West Coast and, and North are crying out for it, Hawthorne should also be putting their hand out. And it's, I just think it's ridiculous that mm. any team at the bottom should be getting priority picks unless it's a like a Gold Coast. Like, Gold Coast got that one for Matt Rowe. So they got Real and Anderson pick one and two. Oh, was this when they? Yeah, okay. Why they get? Why they the Real pick? I think that because they're just so bad. Yeah. So even now I don't like it. Like I, I don't mind them like having stuff for the first two or three years of a new AFL side to get them going. But I think after that it's like guys stand your own two feet. Well, the one before that was a while back. It was Scully with Trent. Oh yeah, yeah. So they yeah. butchered that as well. Yeah. Like yeah. I, I just think firstly they don't seem to work mm. that well mm-hmm. because. You're still gambling on a talent. Mm. They may not turn out to be, yep. you know, who they're turned to be at 18. But also, it's just like, these teams, I don't know, they just need to get better. And, if, and if you suck, don't put your hand out to the AFL and say, oh, you know, look after us. <laughs> yeah. Just get better. Yep. No, definitely. Mate. So, I'm, <clears throat> I'm with you, mate. I'm, I'm with you. So, hopefully the AFL... Send them back, mate. Empty-handed. Oh, and West Coast. If West Coast oh. get one, I'll eat my hat. They won a flag five years ago. That's right. And they're, they're just... like, it's so much more their fault than, oh, they, than even North. Their list management has been horrific. Correct. Like, and their the the contracts they've signed for players, like they've just done so badly. And did you see now that like um the gaffs apparently open to being traded? And it's like, mate, you've just been dropped to the twos. Yeah, you're the summer of the weekend, bud. At, at West Coast, who do you reckon you get a game for? Like who's <laughs> If you can't get a game for the Eagles, give us bring, a spell who's injury. bringing you in, mate? Like, maybe North, possibly? Oh, well. <laughs> like, I on, don't know. On big money. <laughs> yeah, that's right. They'll, they'll throw a, a million dollars a year anyway. Like, even the, the Jared Pollock deal. Oh, it was Pollock. I didn't think of that. That's right. The old Pollock deal, mate. Yeah. Jeez. Worst deal of all time. Is he still playing? Is he gone? Pollock. Nah, he got rookied for his last year. How yeah. harsh is that? Gosh, that was a terrible deal, wasn't it? They've had some shockers. Yeah. Mate. Let's talk, let's talk power rankings. Yes. Other round. Who have you got for me, mate? Who we uh, who we got on top? Uh, the Pies. Mm. They are they are the cream at the moment. I've been saying it all year. You yep. have been. I've heard it once or twice from you. Yep. Which is good. Yep. Um, yep. So Pies one. Yep. Melbourne two. Oh well. If oh, Melbourne right. keep just one rock, yep. I, they like the way okay. their forward line functioned mm-hmm. and moving Petrarca forward has been unbelievable. With the eight goals in two weeks. Yep. Um, and then I've I've still got Port at three, mm-hmm. but I I'm hot on Melbourne. Mm-hmm. They okay. they've shown they could beat Collingwood. Yeah, uh, they won a game. They sort of came from nowhere against Brizzy. Yeah, like they lost to Port in Adelaide, but it's a different story on the G. Yeah, sure. Like oh, I'm yeah I'm big on this. Yeah, I think okay. Melbourne are in. Yeah, sure. What yeah. are you thinking, mate? So same as your number one, Collingwood. Yeah, they they're going well. They're cruising. Number two, I've still got Port. Okay, you know. They won, what, 12 in a row. Yep. They're going to lose eventually. They had half their side out. Yeah. At Marvel. I don't think it's that big a deal. Blip on the radar, they'll be right. Yeah. Lost something to have. Now, number three. I've got two sides, number three. I've got my actual side. Adelaide. Which, which is... <laughs> which is Melbourne. <laughs> Melbourne are number three now. They finally they finally had a good win. Yep. Uh, maybe maybe starting to sort of that forward line. But also have another team three. Because for me, number th- the number three side has been a bit of a kiss of death. It has been. So I'm, the... I'm putting Richard number three this week. 
Fourth on Greenwich from this week. So, <laughs> so our strategies have. Hawthorne's got the next six weeks with my number three side. Yeah. Um, and that should be the end of them. So, so Richmond are throwing, mate. I thought you were going to put the Cats there. No, no. I'm all about Hawthorne, mate. At the you moment, say they're so. into five, the Cats? Oh, it's unbelievable, isn't it? Jeez. They make much charge. Now, Hawthorne can still mathematically make the finals, mate. So as long as they can mathematically make them, I think, somehow. Yeah. I think and I think it's likely. <laughs> That's <laughs> like just to sneak in. But you never know. You played at the start of the year ten wins. You yeah. thought was yeah. was sort of par. Yeah. What are they at? Well, four or five? Okay. So we didn't win five for the last six. Look. So I need mean, this because it has to come through. Look. No, I'm, I'm at the stage. I'm saying six out of six. I'm at hello. I'm, and a flag. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm at the stage now where I'd love us to win probably like two, maybe three more. Yeah. But I don't win too many because I'm a leap from Freo. Oh, and they are they are hopeless. They are horrific. So yeah, um, but mate, let's uh, another thing that's, that's come up. Sort of speaking of sort of making finals, it's come up out of nowhere. It's been the AFL talking about a wild card system. Yeah, so, mate, talk uh, me through this. I was doing but I don't know where it's come from. No, but it's gained traction all week, and it's been talked about at some conference the AFL's got talking about the future of the game that they've got at the moment. Two day mention. Is that really the very mention, is it? Yeah. So I don't quite know where it's come from, but there's talk of a, of a wild card system, which is essentially where, obviously we don't know how they do it, but you'd have, say, the top six or top seven set come finals time. Yeah. They'd, get, they'd still get the finals by. And then what you'd have is probably 8v9 or maybe 7v10, 8v9. Yeah. As like a plain tournament. Whoever wins gets to play finals. Yeah. Which means that those teams would theoretically be disadvantaged next week because they've played a game... Whilst their opponent has fresh legs. Gotcha. So it really makes it hard to win. If it wasn't hard enough to win <laughs> yeah. from seven and eight, it makes it really hard now. Yeah. What are your thoughts on this, Mark? Well, you sort of outlined it quite well there. Yeah. I, I think if you're going to do this, yeah. you may as well just drop seven and eight out of the finals race. Yeah. Because they're just, what hope are they anyway? Mm. Seven mm-hmm. and eight never seem to do well. The Bulldogs are the anomaly once that mm-hmm. happens. They won the flag. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Good on them. Mm-hmm. But other than that, seven and eight don't challenge. No. Like they very, very rarely get past the second round, yeah. the second week of finals. Yeah. And so why would we want to see um, teams that can't even finish seventh and eighth get those opportunities in, in nine and ten? Yeah. Like this year's very equal. And there's a like a very real chance that we might have five or six teams mm. or, like equal on points mm-hmm. for seven and eight. Yep. So this year may be the sort of the case in point that it could work and, mm. and be viable. But I really think historically the team who finishes ninth and tenth mm-hmm. are never even remotely close to the top four. No. So I just I don't see the value in it. Mm. It's I mean I don't know. It's, mm. It I don't know. Will it create more more hype and and more money? Maybe. Oh, hundred percent will. Yep. But yeah, I, I just think nah, give yeah. us a spell. What do you reckon? Yeah, and I think you touched on a good point. You, you know, this year might be different with eight and nine being separated by point one of a percent. We saw Carlton miss out by half a percent <laughs> when it was last year. But like again, the difference between like four and five or five and six on the ladder this year is so big. Yeah, like you might say, oh, it's super close between six and twelve, but like. None of those sides are threatening Collingwood at the G of Port at Amy. No. Like, so not Amy, Adelaide. I love that. That's an old reference, it isn't is. it? Like, that's that's not going to happen. No. So, I don't think, yeah, I'm, I'm not a fan. But one thing, I, if we are going to have a wild card, mate, I've got a system for you. Talk to me. I think we should bring it in this year. Yep. Top 16. Okay. Because <laughs> that way, my Hawks get in. Yep. And I'm set. Yep. And we just have 1v16, 2v15, and so on, which means first week of finals. The playing system. 
the Magnum Rivers rivalry really kicks off, mate. Pies Hawks. Pies Hawks. We haven't played this year, have we? No, we got you about three weeks, I think. So, But yeah, that's what I think we should do, mate. I like it. So, I figured as legs. Oh, I'd, I'd be surprised if it didn't <laughs> and get up. And I'd love to see it. <laughs> oh, can you imagine? <laughs> can you imagine the, the scenes if that happened? They should, like, just do, they should just do that, like one to 18. It's yeah, like, I, I think the issue with them would be like it's sort of... It's not a no point to the entire season. Well, there's no point anyway. Well, I mean, to get the top eight, get the <laughs> no, finals. Like, but, yeah. Also, when Tassie comes in, yep. this is a bit question without notice. Oh, hit me with the man. Do, do you want the finals to go to 10 teams nah. or stay at eight? Stay at eight. 100%. I, I, I'm, I'm with you. Like, the team at ninth or 10th, they're not going to have finals. If we had, like, 400 teams, then sure, let's expand it. To 10. <laughs> Nine. <laughs> I want on 8v9 as the wild card. <laughs> but, like, until we have, honestly, until we have probably like 25 or 30 teams, which hopefully we never have, we don't have the talent for it. True. But until we have that, eight's enough. Eight's like, enough. yeah. That's, okay. that, that's more than enough. And it makes it competitive. Yeah. It makes it interesting for the season of you actually have to be good to make it. Agree. So, yeah. I, I mean, yeah. It sounds like you're the, you're the same, mate. You'd be. No. Want to keep it top eight? Yeah, definitely top eight. Yeah, don't. Yeah, don't give me that. Nah, nah, not, 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 a, not at all, mate. Not at all, mate. Um, got a couple of listener questions for you. Okay. So, uh, our mate Jeff written in. Hello, Jeff. So, you sat know. in this very seat last week. Kept it warm. He, 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 he did, mate. He's a little bit hot. <laughs> so Jeff has uh, just written in. So he said, uh, "Wasn't last week just the best episode ever?" I know the mail this week would be about having me on more often. Jeff, I had to say it, but uh, the mailbox has been a bit quiet this week. Yeah, a bit quiet. Uh, quite unusual, so yeah. read into that what you will. Mm. Um, so he said, for this week, the MRO just has to go. Uh, nice bit of rhyming there from Jeff. Mm. Seems um, to what you're good at. How can... <laughs> how can Sicily get three weeks of skill error, but Dusty get a fine for a vicious, deliberate assault? Or did I forget that he's a protected species? Your thoughts, please, the one and only Jeff. Jeez, he's got an ego. He the does. one and only. He does, doesn't he? Gosh, he's full of himself. But look, I'm with him on this because, and we we have talked about this a lot on this show. Yeah. That it should not be about the result of the action. It should be about the intent and the action itself. Agree. And you can't hit a bloke behind playing at a fine for it and tackle a bloke at three weeks. That's ridiculous. Yeah, no, the comparison he puts forward, I, I agree with. Yeah. Um, yeah. Good point. Mm-hmm. I think you should have got should have got a week or two. Um, yeah. It just doesn't look good for the game. No, no, and it's like it's encouraging. It's saying to kids how you can go and punch a kid in the field. Don't tackle them. I don't but know you, if it is saying that to kids. You can punch though. a kid behind the field. Yeah. That's fine. How many kids are reading into this? Oh, I'd imagine quite a few, mate. <laughs> I reckon. <laughs> I reckon kids are seeing that and going, hmm, might try that. Well, all the children listen to this podcast and they heard it. So yes, they'll be no. thinking of that. So if we see a spy next week in Magnet Mover <laughs> listener related to the salts, I do apologise. Yeah. So um, we are trying to prevent those. We- <laughs> but they are on the rise, they say. Um, we are. But no, I, yeah, I, no, I think it's a good call. They, they, got to, they have to change that system. Uh, yeah, it's it's not a good system. Such a terrible system. But I don't know how you fix it. It's such an opinion-based game. Well, you, I just don't think you have one person deciding. Yeah, but... Like, like, it's, it's an opinion-based game, so we have one person. Mm. <laughs> that just sort of seems a little bit ludicrous. Mm. Democracy. I think it should be... I think it should be... Like, we vote on goal of the year and mark of the year. Let's vote on this as well, mate. Fan vote. Fan vote, mate. Mate, the big clubs, big four. <laughs> Never the big, get a the big four be right. I, I Actually, I'm poor with this. <laughs> the guy would have got none. 
I feel, I feel like buddy Young Hewitt would have got weeks. I was about, Actually, they got a big fan base too, the Weagles. I, I was about to say, if uh, old mate Trick Miller does something went for a grand final <laughs> against, say, Collingwood, he's getting, he's getting a year yeah, suspension. That's true. Eight months. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, I like it. Mate, we've got another listener question from the old, the big O. Yep. So he's uh, he's written in about the, uh, this is what we're just talking about. Uh, what do you guys think about the dangerous tackle rule in the AFL? Do you think that there's too many dangerous tackles called in a game? What are your thoughts, mate? Um, yeah, no, yeah. I think <laughs> so. Talk about mixed mix signals. No, I'm going to give it clearly. Okay. I, I think the way the world is going in terms of the learned days of concussion mm-hmm. mean that it has to be highlighted. Okay. And so if tackles are made dangerously, mm-hmm. they need to be called. Mm-hmm. And I think you do have to err on the side of caution a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, having said that, there has been a spike this year. Called out, I think, by Matty Nix or maybe Stuart Jew when he was coaching. Yep. R.I.P. Um, <laughs> sorry, I didn't get to comment on it last R. week. R.I.P. Yeah. Yep. No, I was on it. Yep. Happy you got flicked. Um, <laughs> but we can address that another time. Sure. Um, of players actually being tackled and then throwing their own heads into the ground. Yes, yes, that's, yes. That is no good. Yep. If you do that, you're a tosser yep. and you need to be thrown out of the game. 100% that, you that, That's not on. Yeah. But... I think the umpire ha- probably has a duty of care to, you know, look after the player's head as much as possible. So, keep mm-hmm. calling them, I say. Yeah. What okay. do you think? <clears throat> yeah. I think it's too many. Too okay. many gold. Yep. yep. Mate. Oh, <clears throat> yeah, Sorry, I, I, I think it's... I think it's still too ambiguous. Like, because there'll be times where a player... Like, they always talk about an arm being pinned. Then there'll be time when a player's arm isn't pinned, they'll call it. Mm. And you're like, oh, I didn't think the arm had to be... I thought the arm had to be pinned. And then it's about head making contact. And sometimes the head doesn't make contact, and they still call. And sometimes the head does make contact, and they don't call it. Like I think there's too. For me, it's still too. It's not clean up in a game what yeah. they call. And so I think they need to step back and say that the punishment is missing weeks. Is the suspension? That's that's enough of a punishment for me. That's gonna that's gonna rub it. You don't need to be calling it in games when it can get suspended. Like that can that can get rid of it. Yeah, right. Like no one wants to miss two weeks. This is true. So I think leave it to the old, the old tribunal that that are so good anyway. Yeah, they're going beautifully. Like, but, but <laughs> they have to. Like, it's going to be easy and cool in game. I think. I think. Like, I mean, I think the whole system needs to be overhauled as it is. But like the tackling system. No, the whole, the whole match. MRO. Yeah, MRO yeah. tribunal decision making rule making system. Get you and me in there, mate. We'll clean mm, it up. We'll clean it up. Everyone yeah. tackle like Braden Maynard. <laughs> he's literally he should be the AFL poster boy on how to tackle because yeah, he tackles okay. with so much ferocity and aggression like, gosh did you see him wants, on the weekend oh, on he's going to murder a player I thought <laughs> he got the bras oh, you hear him say that he goes if anyone's hitting on my guys they're going to get the bras <laughs> what did Walters do to him look, look the right way because yeah. I, I saw the and then he followed up with in the same play and he hit someone else was it Walters the second time or someone else maybe, I think Walters maybe got the second one gosh that uh, it was ferocious and that's the example that you can still tackle yeah. that aggressively. Yeah. It's just how you do it. For sure. For so, sure. shout out the bros. Yeah, no, well done to it. Mate, we move on to cricket. Let's yes. check cricket. So we Cricket got, on at the moment. It is. Right right now as we're talking. Have you got you. a life score on your bike? Oh, I can grab a life score, Thanks, mate, mate, while we chat. As we said last time, not that the uh, listeners will care one little bit. No, but, no they need to know. But right now, right it's it's lunch on day one. Oh, please tell me still one for. So, we can only hope that it's two from Warners out. No. Um, oh, hello. That. Two for 
Oh, don't. I know. Oh, yes, he's out. He's back in the shed. The water's gone. What did he make? So, Warner Motor sold 32. Yeah, I'll take it. Oh, mate. That'll, yeah, that'll be nice. Mate, he's in. You can't hate him once he's in. I can hate him once he's, he's in. in. I can. You're Australian. I can hate so him once he's in. So, you're going for the pumps. No, I'm going for tennis. This is, for, mate, this is why you're doing Brewster Bros. Hey? This is Brewster Bros. Please. No, he's, uh, yeah. So, he, he's there at 2.07. What's Martis on? Uh, Martis is on 29. Steve Smith's on a runnable 33. Wow. So he's, he's gone fast. But, mate, so the, the big news has been the selection. Yeah. So David Warner has kept his spot. Yeah, but he was always going to. Absolute joke. Yeah, well, what were they going to gonna bring? Harris? No, Marley and Matty Renshaw bring him in. Renners is, Renners I'm is with Renners. Like, Renners, Renners would probably be batting for two days. If Renners didn't field in pads and get yelled at by punter, he might be <laughs> oh, in. Oh, mate. But he did. Renners, not. Well, Warner's not even for his fielding, but neither is Renners. Yeah, he is first slip. Yeah, he's like, what his hands? Oh, mate, please. Mate, have you seen uh, Bearstow in the, sli- in the keeper? Oh, he's so bad. He's the so worst. Funny. He's the worst. It's like, get a life. Mate, I don't know, I don't know why they've kept him there. But, um, but mate, so what's, what they've done is, yep. they've, is they've dropped... Was he already dropped Scotty B? Yeah. But Scotty B's not in. And they've dropped our man Murphy. Todd. Harry Potter. Absolute joke. Well, and, they didn't respect him last game either. No, and, they've, and so they've brought in Cam Green. So we've got two all-rounders, and I don't mind the all-rounders. Yeah, but to have no spinner, and and to drop a kid who played brilliantly in India. Yeah, and in his first test, giving him about three balls. Yeah, was an absolute joke. Like he was not respected all in that test. The reason we lost should have bought him all. Um, wow, I disagree with that. So, mate, we didn't, we couldn't defend a title, and they didn't bowl the spinner. Okay. So, just you know, think about that. Okay, um, here we got Fifer. But yeah, so, so didn't didn't play him and uh, didn't buy him, and then they've dropped him. So I'm I'm against it. I'm, I don't mind bringing extra all rounders that bang lineup, but I don't think it'd have no spinner. So I'm not a fan of that, mate. What are your thoughts? Nah, so I can understand why they dropped him. Mm-hmm. So obviously I'm big in the weather community, <laughs> and I don't know if you've seen <laughs> the weather in the milk community. They they're your big ones, mate. Aren't yeah, they? yeah, I'm yeah. close to both. Yeah, sure. But if you've seen the forecast for Old Trafford, I have seen the forecast. For Old day Trafford. four and five are seriously unlikely to happen. Yep. And day like all the days are sort of under a cloud. At the I, moment, I, it's quite sunny. I, say, I think the only day that was a certainty to be a full day is day two. I think I read yeah. somewhere. Yeah. And so if they're saying day four and five aren't going to happen, yep. that means the pitch isn't going to deteriorate whereby spinners get the advantage. Mm-hmm. Also, not once in the series so far has England got to a second new ball. Mm-hmm. So they're not hanging around batting anyway. Yep. So I can see why you go there. Well, it's not even the extra seamer. They're probably not even going to have to bowl Marsh and Green that much. Mm-hmm. Just if, you know, the big boys are tired. Mm-hmm. But it's really just lengthen their batting lineup. So I'm a fan of it. Okay. And the thing is, if this test is a draw and wash, washes out, we win. Well, so, and, 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 and yeah, I, good. And I'm hoping it is because I, <laughs> because I picked it, the, I picked it the series, the start of series 3-1. Yeah. And the biggest issue right now is that no match is going nearly long enough to, to hit that. Yeah. So, because you're already out, you picked a five nothing whitewash. Yep. So you're done. So if we can get this one washed out, my three one mate, I'm, I am looking like an absolute master over here with my predictions, mate. Yeah, so, this is true. And that doesn't happen very often. So well, that I'll agree with. I've got, I've got to get behind it, mate. <laughs> got to get behind it and, uh, and 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 pick it, mate. Mm, uh, but, but no, we'll, we'll we'll see how we'll see how they go. But look, and I think like you, you sort of touched on it, like. They have to be better rotating their bowlers. Like, there's no point bringing the second one around if you don't bowl him. They're not gonna. I don't reckon. So, well, they might as well bring the specialist batsman. This is true. So, Renners, <laughs> mate, my man Matt Renshaw, and 
Guess what Range Dragon also buy if need be? This is true. Bit of spin. Well, we got uh, Marnus in hand who can oh, turn a few over. Ma- Ma- Marnus can hit one ball about every 35 he bowls. I love Marnus bowling. Oh, Marnus bowling in the Big Bash is so funny. Marnus is great to watch bowling. Yeah. But, like, not when he's bowling for your team. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's all right because he's heat. He's, he's heat, yeah. Like, we don't bro- we don't follow the Brisbane Heat. So, you know, we don't mind watching him bowl. It's a bit of fun. This is true. Could get wickets, could get hit. But, you know, Ash's <laughs> test. Ash on the line. You know what, Marnie? No, not, not, over. not so. What if he makes a ton? Gets a bit of confidence. Oh, maybe, maybe there, mate. I'd, I'd love like to see him make a ton. Gosh, yeah. that'd be nice. He's... He's he's not he's not out of form, but he's not in form, is he? Yeah, he, no he, he just can't go on with those starts. Yeah. But mate, the other the other cricket at the moment, it's just wrapped up over in England. Yeah. Has been the uh the ashes of the uh the women's ashes. It has. And uh mate, it went down the wire in the end. Well, we the series ended up a draw. It did. But Australia retained. Yes. So that's what's important. It is. We don't want to reflect on the draw. Sure. But it did leave me a bit worried. Because mm. we know Australian women win. Oh, don't we? They dominate. This is true. Death taxes and Australian women winning in cricket is sort of the, the three things we know about yep. in life that yep. are going to happen. Yep. Um, and that sort of didn't happen. No. They were good, the Poms. Yep. Um, obviously, I don't think our captain played, Meg Lanning. No, she's uh, she's taking some time away from the game. Yeah. Yep. So, and that was, a big, you could, that was a big loss in those ODIs. Yeah, okay. Because she's unbelievable yeah, she's in the ODIs. Yep. Yeah. So, look, we won. Yep. I mean, we retained. We retained. We, we drew. We we won in spirits. Spirit. Maybe. Or maybe yeah. not in spirit. Maybe we lost in and spirit. And mentally. <laughs> we'll get to make it of the week soon. Sure. And sure. Uh, there's a bit of feedback there. But okay. look, it, it happened. We yeah. won. I mean, we retained. But yeah. <laughs> it wasn't as convincing as I would no, have liked. No, it wasn't at all. No. no. Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I'm I'm like you, man. I'm worried. I've been worried for a little while because for so long, the gap between us and the rest has been huge. Yeah. Whereas that gap is every year it's shrinking, isn't it? Yeah. And, and it's not that our young, the young girls coming through aren't good. Like, Annabelle, Sutherland, Phoebe. Annabelle Sutherland is a jet. Oh, Your girl jet. Phoebe's a gun. Like, there's quality there. The issue is that these other countries are also producing quality <laughs> talent now, which is the real concern. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I don't think you're going to finish that word then. Well, <laughs> <laughs> wait. wait. Sorry, sorry, sorry to the people. Uh, so that's no idea. <laughs> um, so I'm, uh, I'm worried. Yeah. Um, and I think uh, we need to be looking at how to disrupt their talent pools. No, no, but no, no, I think, uh, look, I think it's a good thing and the, the, the game is getting more equal. And it is because these countries are putting more um, more resources and more funding into their, their, their talent and pathways. Of course, yeah. Um, but, yeah, I think they need to... Uh, and work out how to get that edge again because yeah. it's definitely slipping. It is slipping, but for now we hold on, so we that's do. good. We do, and look, we'll probably hold on next time. It's in Australia, so we'll hold on next time. But it's the one after that, Matt, that I worry about. I don't reckon there'll be a test then next time they're in England. Yeah, then we lose. <laughs> the other this reason we drew this series was because of the test. I reckon next time we're in England, it'll be men's and women's same format, mm. and it'll be the, what it is currently: one test. No, you dreaming, mate. I can maybe even two tests. You are dreaming. You're dreaming that you think in four years' time the Ashes will have changed. Mate, the Ashes are amazing for us. Yeah, and for England. And cricket purists. Yep. But the T20 market is growing. I don't know if in four years if there's going to be 22 guys across the two countries that want to play a test. Nah, there'll be more. No, that's not true. There will be There'll be a few. I'll I'll be in there. There'll be. Making runs. (laughs) Wait there, Stuart. (laughs) I'm not ready. Oh dear, mate! We move on to uh, we move on to main rule of the week. Yes, 
And uh, I've got a couple for you. Okay. So one of them is Stewie Jew. Okay. And because I just... Oh. The, the fact that he's gone over to England. Oh, yeah. Talk about a turnaround. Chucked on the gear. Yep. Helping out the Aussies. Yeah. I love that. What a guy. I mean, I hope we fare better than the Suns. But um, well, I, if we don't... It's on Stewie. But no, I just, I, I just love the fact that he could have just, you know, stayed out in the spotlight. But no, he went over there. Helping out the Aussies, I love that. Yeah. So I think that's great. But no, my, my nomination, my real nomination is uh, Johan Blake. Have you heard of Johan Blake? He's a no. He's a Jamaican sprinter. Surprised I haven't. <laughs> yeah. He's, well, he's how's, a, how's he going, Johan? He's a, oh, look, he's, he's towards the end of his career. Like, he's won Olympic silver medal in the 100 or 200 before. Like, yeah, well, he's, yeah. he's, he's, he was running sort of when, when Bolt was running. Like, he's a, he's a world-class athlete. Yeah. Um, but though I was watching, the, he was at the Diamond League and he had one of his better results, second or third. But he was saying that he hasn't missed a single ball of the Ashes. Wow. Jamaican sprinter, loves his cricket, and he does not miss a single ball so far of the Ashes. That's awesome. And that's that's elite stuff right yeah, there. So and this is, is where you say the Ashes. Like, the Ashes are still tuned into, people love the Ashes. Yeah. It's the one they love. So because Johan watched all the uh, all the Ashes, the my nomination made it of the week. It's great, great effort. I like it. I like it. Mine also comes from the Ashes. Okay. It's the women's Ashes. Yep. And um, sort of post post game, yep. the, the captains from each side um, were, were being interviewed, and Bethany Hunt, I believe, is the England captain. Okay, that may not be her name, but it's something to that effect. It could be. I don't know that's her name. I'll tell you what. I'll have a lot of Google. What is she? Where is she, where is she batting the lineup? Oh, I don't know her that well. <laughs> I actually don't know her at all. But she was there. <laughs> She's played a role in my story, Josh. Sure, sure. And um, so what happened was she was sort of. Um, saying how great the series was, and she she went on to say that the the series was the best, the greatest series of all time in women's cricket, the greatest cricket series of all time for for the women's. Okay. And Alicia Healy's response for mine gets the the nomination for Maiden of the Week. She wrote with, "Ha, huh, I wouldn't go that far." <laughs> <laughs> Just flattens it. Jeez, that's uh, that's brutal. Yeah, I liked it. I think it was an elf ring. Sure, 100% it was. And it just proves Australia's better than England. So so which one was, was Healy at? It's Heather Knight, by the way. Heather Knight, that's not what I said over not, close. Not, not at all. You, you went with... Beth Hunt. Beth Hunt. I'm not quite sure. Yeah, it's Heather Knight. Okay, shout out. Um, she She's a gun too. Yeah. She's been around for a long time. No, so, so it was Heather or... No, 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 Healy. Healy was. I just liked that she just flattened it. No, that so, is true. Um, that's, and that's all we want to see from the Australian captain. Yeah, we want to see just like go away stuff. 100% we do. Just be rude. 100, 100%. So, shout out to her, shout yep. out to the women, and um, when it's win, losers, complain. That's it. Mate, I've, uh, I don't have a local hero for you. Okay. But I've got a story for you. Okay. Okay? And it's nothing to do at all with, with, the, with the podcast or whatever, but where it's come from is, as you remember a couple of weeks ago, my local hero was the man who was engaged and sort of sabotaged his own wedding because he knew his missus was cheating yep. and showed the photos that walked out. Yep. Great story. Great story. Now, since I read that, the old Facebook algorithm oh, no. has started to give me wedding stories. Wedding content. As a result. Yeah. I read a lot of wedding content as a result of this. Yeah. And so most time I scroll, but sometimes it catches my eye. Okay. It's a good story. And I've got a story for you about the ultimate bridezilla. Right. Okay. We love a good bridezilla. You know, it, it, was your bride a bridezilla? Oh, no. My bride was lovely. Were you right. a groomzilla? <laughs> Not at all. We were we were super. We were like, yeah, we'll do this. Yeah, this will be fine. I always thought that was a risk. So, <laughs> no, no, no. We were we we had a, we had a very chill wedding, and uh, no, Rachel was Rachel was fantastic. The uh, she was the ultimate bride. But no, so what we had was the, in in this story, 
this lady, she she wanted this ultimate wedding. Okay. She kept liking it, and her friends kept liking it, until she wanted to be a Kardashian for a day. Uh, was what she wanted her wedding to be. Yeah, be yourself on your wedding day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Love that. So, so, so what she did was she worked out her ultimate wedding was going to cost about, and this is, I think, in US dollars, was going to cost about 60 grand. Okay? Yeah, play that, on. That's what she cost. She had $15,000 saved for the wedding. Right. Okay. So she had two options at this stage. She could have said, oh, I guess I'll have a $15,000 wedding. Nah, that's ridiculous. Which I think most most people would do. Surely she went OnlyFans. Well. <laughs> Is that the answer? No, no. Oh, she no. reckon she could have so, got up there. So, <laughs> well, I did not expect that. <laughs> so, um, so what she did instead was she asked her friends for money. Oh. Okay. Mm, risky. So, so she said to come to the wedding, you'd have to pay to come to the wedding. <laughs> Okay. That's awesome. What do you think a reasonable amount is to ask your friends to pay to come to a wedding? Because quite often people, some some people say, oh, instead of giving us a wedding gift, give us money or pay for the food. That That's a reasonably common request. I can... And normally looking... Oh, so you go. Yeah. Can I... I haven't been to many weddings. Yep. Got one coming up. Yep. Um, I actually haven't received the invitation in the mail yet. If it comes with a oh. bill, I'll be flat. You might not be going. Might not be vitamin. <laughs> no, um, well, that's always a risk. <laughs> um, but what do you think is reasonable? 250 bucks. Two, mate, you are, you are quite generous. So normally what's expected is about the one to 200 mark. Okay. All right? Sometimes 250. Yeah. So she asked, she said, oh, it's it's not a huge amount I'm asking for. Can I guess? It's really, yeah, okay. Right. 1500 She asked for $1,600 <laughs> for her friends. Yeah. Okay. So, oh, and this was after her, her uh, bridesmaid was already chucking in like a couple of thousand and the the partner's family checked in five grand. So she only had eight people RSVP. Oh, I can't believe she had that many RSVP, right? <laughs> I was surprised she had eight RSVP that. So which case the, the, her her fiance then said, "Let's just go to Vegas for the for the wedding." Yeah, we'll have fun at Vegas. And she thought he was joking, and he wasn't. It was a serious suggestion, yeah. and she lost it at him. Okay, separated from him. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so the whole wedding's called off. And any money she was given, she's keeping to help her get through her mental health. Mm. And she's now apparently going backpacking through South America, leaving her child back at back at home, apparently, is where she's up to now. Wow. So that is the ultimate bridezilla. Imagine asking people for $1,600 to come to your wedding and saying it's a small amount to pay to come to her wedding. I hope she enjoys South America. <laughs> I'm on her, her side, actually. Well, well, well there's there's rumours that she's, she's not going to South America. There's rumours she's just saying it. As a way of getting attention. She's apparently never like left the state she lives in her in her entire life. Right. So there's some uh definitely from the US. That yeah, hundred yeah. percent. So so there's some possibilities like, like Idaho just, or something. Oh yeah. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> like, she, she's Texas. Um, yeah. but no, so I just I just enjoyed that story. Uh, and I thought you might too, mate. Just the sixteen hundred dollars. Oh, it's, uh, it's a lot. It's a lot, man. And please keep bringing us the wedding content. <laughs> we might go a wedding podcast. It's a, it's a niche market. <laughs> it is. As we yeah. explored across this pod so far, there there are some niche markets we're a fan of. That, <laughs> that we that we are, mate. We've got the the poster boy for the uh, the milk community, and yep. we've got the wedding stories over here, mate. This is true. We've got it all. Mate, let's uh let's bring it home. Try some for size. Mate, I've got a good one. I've got okay. a beauty. Okay. This one that everyone except you can access because you don't have Netflix anymore. <laughs> oh, they're, they're bloody jam blocked. Which me. is shattering. Yep. Um but quarterback. Mm. It is an eight part NFL documentary that yep. follows three NFL quarterbacks across yep. last season. Yep. The three are Patrick Mahomes. Marcus Mariota and Kirk Cousins. Yep. 
and um, they all have quite different years. Sure. Uh, it is it is grouping. Okay. It goes into... I'm up to episode five. Nice. So, it's good part still to come. Yep. Um, but it goes into sort of the psychology of a quarterback, what goes into it, um, does their family life, a uh, bit behind the scenes stuff. It's... Yep. No, nah, it's great. They, it's, they are fascinating. All the stuff they have to know oh. and to be able to execute and the pressure. Yeah. Uh, it's similar to cricket almost, mm-hmm. being a quarterback. Mm. It's an individual team sport. Oh, 100%. There's, yeah, yeah. There yep. is so much pressure on them. Yep. Like, they wear it if they lose. Yeah. But if they win, they're obviously the ultimate hero. Mm-hmm. So, it's it's fascinating. It's on Netflix. It's eight parts. Yeah. 50 minutes is uh, an episode. Yep. Uh, but it's not nah, sensational. I'm loving it at the moment, mate. So, that's got oh. me hooked. I like it. Is there a fair bit, like, are you getting a fair bit of sort of access you've never seen before to the quarterback in their lives? Like, is it yeah. pretty good access or? Oh, yeah, I guess pretty good access. Like, right. it's some behind the scenes stuff and, like, they must have had a million cameras on them all the time. Yeah, yeah. So, no, there's, there's some really interesting stuff there. Huh? I'll, I'll, I would highly recommend it, especially if you're not into NFL and you need a segue. Mm. A bit like the Drive to Survive community. Yeah, yeah. sort of uh, really built the F1s. Yep. This could be the NFL's launching platform, and he's very yeah, good. okay, nice. I'm off the, the, I'm off the Netflix and get Roach to watch it. Get her into the NFL, mate. Get her in the Seahawks bandwagon. Well, you get to see a lot of family stuff, and yeah. she could be on board. Oh, 100%, mate. Who knows? Um, <clears throat> no, like, mate, I've got to try some of the sites for you. Okay. <clears throat> and this is building up on... Because oh, I want to disagree with one of yours from a few weeks ago. My goodness. Yours from a few weeks ago was go and see your team lose. Oh, yeah? As someone who's had that many times this year... Oh, yeah, no. You don't fit into the category. My, I'm, uh, my try to side is go see your team win. Okay. <laughs> okay. I, I had a great time. <laughs> my love of footy's been renewed. Yeah. I was a bit down on it before last week. Yeah. I'm up and about now. Like, it was a terrible game. Yeah. But I'm like, I was up and about Sunday, Sunday night, Monday morning. I yep. was I was excited. I'm still happy about it. I'm still happy about footy. Well, that's great, mate. It was a great game. We'll get thrashed this week, and I'll be all down about footy and hating again. But right oh, now, it's right. great. So, you know, watch your team win. There you go. Get out to the footy. Your team might win. And if they do, thank Josh. That's right. Well, <laughs> maybe just, just go to the footy. Maybe it's a try. That's true. Just, get into the footy. Just get there. Get to the G or get to get to Marvel. I mean, don't, you probably don't want to go to Marvel. But, you know, go to Adelaide Oval or somewhere, wherever your local ground is, and just just get the, just get the footy, man. Have a bit of a yell for your team. Go and meet pie or something. Just, just go watch. That's it, mate. I like a good message from you. No, thanks, man. No, thanks, man. I've got to... Got to do something, mate. Got to represent some community. Not so. just a pretty face. <laughs> no, something like that, mate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mate, we better, we better wrap it up. It's it's great to have you back, mate. It's great for you to, for you to be back. I'm glad you're back safely. Thank you, mate. Um, and thanks all this for tuning in. And we'll, uh, we'll catch you again next week. We'll see you when you're older.